0: Welcome. This is the Sean Sandifer Show, where we're building a community of free thinkers, innovators, creators, and entrepreneurs. We are a new generation of leaders and problem solvers who seek to build better communities, a better country, and a better world. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sean Sandifer Show. I'm Sean Sandifer, your host. It's great to be back with you all. If you're anywhere near where I am, we just got through a big winter snowstorm that hit. And so I thought I'd talk about that a little bit, just what I did. And uh, also today going to be talking briefly about conflict and my experience with conflict so far, what I've learned in my almost 25 years on earth and my experiences in dealing with and managing conflict and how that impacts me in life and business and law and I thought I'd just share some thoughts on that and I think it will be interesting to look back when I'm 30, 40, 50 and listen to what I say and see what I resonate with then and see what else I learn and and kind of look back on my thoughts right now and see how that changes or maybe doesn't change and and just see what I think about that but I'll I'll share my perspective on conflict in this episode. So, yeah, first of all, big winter storm hit this week. If you're anywhere like in the Midwest or even the East Coast, wherever you're listening, from Kansas City to St. Louis to Southern Illinois to Indiana and beyond, um, we just had a, in St. Louis where I was, we had about, I think, 10 or 11 inches of snow. And I had to be there for class on Monday and Tuesday in person. And then from Tuesday night into Wednesday we had ice kind of come through and then it was really Wednesday into Thursday that we had the the big heavy snow and so I was isolated in my apartment in St. Louis from pretty much Tuesday after class like at 6 until until Friday at noon when I came home to Illinois. So in St. Louis so A lot of people might not know this, but I actually um, live part-time in St. Louis and part-time in Effingham, Illinois, where I'm from. And in St. Louis, I have a small apartment, one bedroom, one bath. It's very unfurnished just because I knew it was going to be temporary. So I was only there from August to late November and then now from January to May. So my lease there ends on May 15th. And I'm there during the week because my classes are in person at the law school. And I don't love it. I I, I much more enjoy to be here at my main place in Effingham. Uh, My place in St. Louis, like I said, it's one bed, one bath. Not really furnished. Whereas my main place in Effingham is two bed, one and a half bath. Uh, It's furnished. And I I have one of the bedrooms as my office where I do my work at and where I record my podcast. And so just a lot more comfortable for me. And it's also significantly less expensive than my St. Louis apartment, which in my opinion is overpriced, but what can you do because it's supply and demand and there's just limited space. Um, So yeah, so all week I was in my little apartment in St. Louis because I had class on Tuesday, but then our Wednesday and Thursday classes got either canceled or moved online. And fortunately I had gotten groceries on Tuesday morning, so I had all my food stocked and I was there just kind of by myself doing my own thing in my apartment while it snowed and everything. So I just spent a lot of time uh, getting things done. I had some school assignments. It was, it was nice to kind of be in one spot. I didn't have to leave my place at all. It also made me kind of stir crazy. And uh, like it was, it was good in the sense that I didn't have to leave my apartment, I had all my food there. I was kind of in one spot and I could get stuff done. Without all of the, oh, drive downtown, go drive and do this, go drive to this restaurant. I could just be in that one spot. But at the same time, it was, f- you know, and you all know this from being at home too, like it just made me go, wanna just get out. I was going crazy. And also, in my case, I was completely alone. So the biggest thing I struggle with in it is I, I feel very isolated, I feel very lonely. And I know for those three days, like I barely even spoke out loud. That's one of the things that, bothered me the most about it but anyway got some my assignments done I also got some things done that had kind of been just kind of putting off so I got a new iPhone 13 Pro Max for Christmas and some new AirPod Pros so I finally got those set up and they seem to be working I like it so f- I like my new phone so far it was nice to get that done I would go on a, I would go on i put my snow boots on I went on a walk around the the apartment complex and then I would also do like at-home workouts and I also started listing some items for sale on eBay, which has been another headache in and of itself because when I listed some items, I then got a notification from eBay saying that some of the stuff was counterfeit, which no it isn't and there's no they have no factual basis for saying that, but there's some name brand items that they think is are counterfeit. So now I have to call them and try to prove to them that my items are in fact genuine. So it seems like just it's one headache after another, but that's how it goes, I guess. And so, and then just after a couple of days of being in my apartment by myself, I was like, okay, well, I got to do something. So I would, I would listen to podcasts. One of the podcasts I like is What We Said. It's with uh, Chelsea Curtis and J C Marie Smith, and they talk about just lifestyle stuff. So it's it's called What We Said, and they. I listen to an episode, like, when I'm eating or whatever, just to have some noise and, and feel some sort of human interaction that they were talking about their rules for 2022 and what they're trying to live by, just common tips and stuff. So that, that was nice. And then I also have been watching Survivor. So I watched Survivor on Netflix, and I would turn that on. Just kind of helps to, you know, escape for a little bit and not get too lost in your thoughts. Like, it would it would have been nice to have someone there or people or family or friends Um, but unfortunately i don't have that right now in st louis it's just like that's the part of my life that i'm in right now and so you've got to make the most of what you have and that of course isn't always easy to do so anyway hope you all had a good snow week or at least a productive snow week Or if you didn't, maybe a restful snow week. And that's what I did. That's what I was doing. So moving on from that, this is going to be a pretty brief episode today. I just want to check in with you all. Um, I wanted to talk about conflict. I have some things to say about it. It's It's a topic that many people maybe don't think about. Like conflict. Like, okay, we all know what conflict is. But I think there's a perception among many people that conflict is bad. And my message today is that conflict is good. Conflict and specifically confrontation are pathways to resolution. And so without conflict and without confrontation, it can be very difficult to reach a resolution. Sometimes things just stall. Sometimes things get worse. And so for many people who view conflict and confrontation as bad or as drama-inducing, I hope to maybe change or impact that perspective by sharing some of my own experiences or thoughts on it. And I'm actually going to read really fast the intro to a paper I wrote last semester. It was in my my negotiations class. And I just want to read a couple paragraphs from it really fast because I think it sums up where I am on conflict okay so I'm reading law students and lawyers can be especially conflict oriented I'm sure many of my peers have been told some variation of you should go to law school because you like to argue I've always found this comment and others similar to it to be somewhat bothersome I do not like to argue I am willing to argue there's a difference I have found that many of my non-lawyer and non-law student friends are very conflict averse. They often mistake those who are willing to argue, including myself, as perhaps a bit dramatic or having a predilection for drama. While many others run from confrontation, I'm known among my friends as willing to take it head on. What I've had to explain to them is that I do not enjoy conflict. Instead, I view confrontation as a potential path to resolve conflict. The legal industry is filled with people who are willing to resolve conflict through confrontation. This confrontation can take on many forms, from filing a complaint, to sending a cease and desist letter, to coming to the negotiation table. Because of this willingness for confrontation, the legal industry can be especially contentious, which feels intimidating to many people. A willingness and ability to resolve conflict is an incredibly valuable trait for any future attorney. Okay, end reading. So that's kinda of from a legal perspective, but I think that those same principles can be used in personal life, in, in business, where we shift this idea that someone who's conflict-oriented, someone who's confrontational, isn't dramatic or isn't, you know, oh, drama follows them everywhere they go. That's, that, those are labels that have actually been put on me. Uh, before, which I think isn't, you know, that's incredibly unfair. I think that that's not productive. I think that that is not true. And as I mentioned, when I first started talking about this, that kind of mindset only perpetuates differences. It only perpetuates problems. And so I was inspired to talk about this today because I've had to deal with a number of of conflicts over the last years and especially recently um, and not necessarily conflicts that that are like toxic or negative, just there's conflict. Whether that be in my business or in law school or in my personal life, I am somebody that because of the various things I do, I seem to have a lot of conflict. Whereas some of my friends, and this is not an insult in any way, maybe they don't don't rock the boat as much or they don't speak their opinions as much. And so they have less drama. They have less conflict. That's not a criticism. That's not necessarily a bad thing. But I'm just trying to speak from the perspective of, for those of us that maybe are more outspoken or have our hands in a lot of different things, conflict is very natural and it can be a good thing. And I think if more people viewed conflict and confrontation as positive, the world would be a better place, not just as a whole, but even in our personal relationships. So one of like, you know, a green flag for me is whether it be in a personal relationship or a business relationship is how does the person handle conflict? And I'm not perfect at this. I obviously have not always handled conflict the best. There are times when I've handled conversations in ways that were not the most productive uh, of ways to handle it. But at the same time, you shouldn't suppress your emotion. You know, you should allow your emotion to come through. You should You should speak what feels true and right to you. And you should share that authentically. And so what I was saying was a green flag in relationships is... Can the person handle conflict? Can the person handle disagreement? How do they handle disagreement? When disagreement arises, do they run or do they come to it? If if they have a disagreement with you, does that like end the relationship or does that make it stronger? Because I think it can make it stronger when someone says, yeah, I I disagree with you, here's why, and you have a conversation about it. It's really, you know, one of the one of my pet peeves is when people say, I'm not discussing it. I'm not discussing it. Boundary, I'm not discussing it. That just is not productive to me. When someone has disagreement and they they refuse to discuss it, they refuse to talk about it, they refuse to come to the table, that, again, it only makes things worse, usually. And so one of the costs of being in a position of impact for people who are in leadership positions or whatever it may be, is that there's going to be conflict there. And when there's conflict, there's going to be opinions and people may not like you. Some people will like you, some people won't. And so you have to be comfortable with people disagreeing with you and with people having an opinion of you. And you just have to, and and, and that's something that I've worked on a lot is saying, you might not like me because I speak my mind or I say things you don't agree with or because I am willing to have conflict. Maybe you don't like that, but at the same time, you have to remember that they don't really, most people don't really know you. They know a very tip of an iceberg, whereas what they know is one inch of a mile or, or one inch of a yardstick of your life, of your persona, of your character. You are the one who lives with yourself every minute of every day. You wake up as yourself, you go to bed as yourself, you see yourself in the mirror looking back at you. You're the one brushing your teeth in the morning or c- cooking your food. You're the one going to the gym. You're the one driving to work. You're the one going to school. You live every day as you. So one tiny interaction or a small series of interactions, and then other people want to cast judgment and opinions on the on you, when quite frankly, they don't have a clue. You've got to be comfortable with people disagreeing, disapproving, and you've got to know that you don't necessarily need their approval in many cases. And I think when you accept that, that makes you more willing to have conflict, to have confrontation, and it makes you a problem solver. It makes you someone who can reach across the table, who can build bridges, who can find pathways to resolution. And that's what I hope to do in business. That's what I hope to do as a, as a soon-to-be lawyer. And I look forward to doing that. I really enjoy the people element of business and the people element of law and helping people through those major life events and those major life conflicts that people often need lawyers for or, or that arise in, in the business industry too. And so I think of someone like Marcus Lemonis from CNBC's The Prophet who goes in and builds businesses. That's something that I would like to do at one point if I ever get there. And it helps – not only does he build businesses, he helps rebuild relationships within those businesses that maybe have been detrimental to the business's success or lack thereof. And so I think that that is really purposeful and rewarding And that comes through being able to resolve conflict and not caring how some people may misunderstand that. So that's really all I have to say. I just wanted to to speak that message today. That's what was kind of on my mind and my heart to, to share on my episode this week. And I will just close with that, that it's not about liking to argue. It's about being willing to argue realizing that confrontation is a potential path to resolve conflict so thank you all for listening i'll check back in with you soon i'm sean santa for your host this is the sean santa show Hey, this is Sean. This episode is over, but you can connect with me on Instagram and TikTok at Sean Sandifer or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Show. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love for you to share it on your social media pages or Instagram story, and we'd be grateful for you to help us grow the show by submitting a five-star rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Finally, I always love hearing your feedback or comments. Please feel free to message me on social media or email me at hello h e l l o at dot com. Thanks for being a member of the Sean Sandifer Show community.